can't eat, can't sleep, and I'm wishing we never met. Constantly thinking of you, our shared memories I'll never forget. I'm head over heels for you, madly in love with you, hoping that you feel this too. Can't eat, can't sleep, with these feelings bundled up inside. What am I to do with them because all of this love and I can't hide? I'm head over heels for you, madly in love with you, hoping that you feel this too. Thank you for tuning in to Poetry on the Go with Ro. This is your host, Rashonda. And on this episode titled, Right Person, Wrong Time, which is the name of my poem, I'll be explaining the backstory of this poem and what inspired it. So this poem was written in the summer of 2021, and the visual for it was posted December of 2021. So you can watch the visual for it on my Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok at Poetry with Ro. And you can feel free to leave your feedback about this particular episode on my Instagram podcast page at Poetry on the Go with Ro. That'll be very appreciated along with you leaving a review on, for this podcast if you're listening to it on Spotify or Apple Podcast. So I'll get right into it. This poem, Right Person, Wrong Time, is more so an ode, which is a type of poem shorter in length usually and dedicated to someone. And it's a poem that can be turned into a song easily for the most part, which is pretty cool because I feel like that's how most of my poems are, that I can transition them into a song. So they're called odes. And I just realized that about myself and my poems, which is pretty cool because it just happens naturally for me and which is why I thought I'd be good at songwriting. So yeah, this is one of those poems. If I really put my thoughts into it some more, I could turn it into a song. But right now, I'm just going to leave it as the pretty little poem that it is. And... This poem, with it being an ode, it was an ode to a guy that I was involved with during the year of 2021. And even though our relation was very short-lived and temporary, he was not only the muse behind this poem, but the muse behind quite a few other poems in... He only knows of one of them, though, and that poem is titled Identity. You can listen to that podcast episode. That's actually the first, very first episode I've ever posted, so you can go back and hear about that. But I might have to do a second part with that episode, just because I feel as if there were some things that I forgot to mention. But I don't know. We'll see. Anywho, um... And if you're up for it, you can do a scavenger hunt on your own to try and figure out which poems were inspired by him and that he could have been the muse behind. 
in my book of poetry, Healing at Its Finest, a collection of poems available on Amazon, Target.com, and any other website where they sell books. You can Google it. And when you do purchase it, you can leave a review on Amazon. That would be very helpful. But with this poem, I feel as if it's one of those poems that did receive a lot of love on TikTok. Quite a few people were able to relate to it, which I thought was nice because it's nice to know that you're not alone. You're not alone when you're experiencing certain situations. So there's that. And I'll say with this poem, the guy I was involved with, we were not in relationship and we were just in that awkward talking stage of getting to know each other and basically dating because, you know, that's what dating is. <laughs> it's whether you're talking to one person or several different people at one time, just going on dates, getting to know them better. And in the beginning, we didn't even place a label on what we were doing. We were just getting to know each other and... I think for him, he wanted to more so just be friends and maintain a friendship. So that's what we were doing in the beginning for the most part. And then eventually, after like a few months of getting to know each other better, we were discussing basically working towards exclusive dating and pursuing a serious relationship but it never did happen like we never really did get into a serious relationship and we're just not even involved with each other anymore and at this point so it did not work out but we definitely tried so I feel as if um that situation me being how I am, I always wanted to just still date, even from the beginning, and just get to know him that way, so I wasn't even sure of what he had in mind, and so we talked about it, of course, and that's when I found out that he was just wanting to be friends, and then eventually changed his mind, but I would, that would be some advice that I would give to anyone with when it comes to dating is talk about what you what your intentions are in the beginning whether you're trying to date or um well date for sport and just for the fun of it or date with intentions to possibly pursue a serious relationship in the future so then that way you guys are on the same page and no one is confused about anything and no one's feelings are getting hurt so yeah that's my little two cents <laughs> and because I think that's important because there are some people in this world who do just date for sport and just for the fun of it just to have something to do and they don't care for being in a relationship and then there are other people who actually do date with the intentions to work towards a serious relationship. So you have to have that conversation, make sure you guys are on the same page, unless you're one of those people who are comfortable with 
going with the flow and you couldn't care less either way then if that works for you then you know that's wonderful for you but it doesn't work for everyone but long story short we did do a lot of going back and forth with each other being involved with each other um there were times when we were talking and then times when we stopped and then we went going we went back to being involved with each other and then we stopped then we went back to being involved with each other then we stopped completely 100 percent, and it was just over but it was a lot to kind of cope with with someone that you weren't even in a relationship with but I guess that explains why it just didn't work out because it just wasn't supposed to at that time but um I think it was that one of those cases where it we were good for each other but just not at that time but it also could be that we just weren't good for each other at all who knows I don't know I don't have the answers (laughs) I'm just telling my stories and Hoping it'll help someone to get through their situation. So I wrote this poem to describe what I believed our circumstances were at that time. With him being the right guy for me, but it just wasn't the best time for neither one of us um, to be in a serious relationship with each other. I'm convinced that he is someone who is a soulmate of mine and that we did have a real genuine connection with each other, but we just weren't, we're not destined to be together at that time in our lives. But we, I guess because we just weren't ready for that type of intimacy, I don't think we were able to handle that kind of intimacy at that time. Because it was pretty intense where it's like we were just so fascinated with each other so fast and easily. So it's just one of those cases. But I think if we were to, I think that we were meant to cross paths in order for him to encourage me and support me with pursuing my dream of sharing my poetry to the world, which is a dream I believe I was called to accomplish many years ago when I was younger, but I'm just now becoming more courageous enough to actually pursue the dream and make it happen. At first, it was hard to let him go, and even though I know I needed to do so because I, it was a situation that I prayed about. Like I asked God <laughs> if I should stay involved with him or not and if he's the one or not. And I believe that God was saying, nah, nah, baby, he ain't the one, not right now. And Me being how I am and me being how I was at that time, being so hard-headed and just being such a sucker for love, I decided to 
go against my better judgment and still try to make the relationship work anyway. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to see for myself and to see how it goes. And it went nowhere. So <laughs> I made myself learn the hard way that it was just not meant to be, not meant to happen. And even though all of that could have been avoided if had I just listened in the first place. And I was sad about it, you know. I was wishing that, well, I was thinking to myself, like, well, if he isn't the one, then why did I even have to meet him? Why did I even have to get involved with him? I was wishing that we never did meet and um, be involved with each other at all because I was tired of being disappointed with my dating life not going well and... um it just being another situation that did not work out for me with being involved with a a guy especially a different guy hence is why I placed this poem in this section disappointment is in my book healing at its finest because I just wanted to explain well express how I was just disappointed with my dating life not going the way I imagined it would and the way I wanted it to but I I feel as if I did a good job with at least praying about it (laughs) because in the past I wouldn't pray about it at all and still just try to go with the flow so Uh, At this point in my life, I am aware of why I had to let that relationship go and why it wasn't meant for me to stay involved with him because if I didn't, then I would have allowed for him to basically be a distraction. And I'll explain what I mean by that, but... Yeah, basically, he just would have been a distraction. But what's nice to know was that I wasn't alone in dealing with that situation at that time because I had a friend of mine who was experiencing the exact same situation at the exact same time that I was. So it was nice to be able to have that support system and we can just kind of like support each other to figure out what to do so I wrote this poem and when I did and I created the visual for it I sent it to my friend and they were appreciative of it because like I said they were having the same experience and they were just grateful as well to know that they were not alone so I hope that anyone listening to this podcast episode that has this experience right now that you are reminded that you are not alone but I will say at this time in my life two years later I am still convinced that he is my soulmate one of my soulmates and it was just he's just more so a soulmate that was not meant for me to have as a husband but just a soulmate who was meant for me to be 
involved with for a short period of time and that he is the right person but he is no longer the right person wrong time I think he was more so the right person for the right time at that time in my life and it was just meant to be a temporary short-lived amount of time so he was no longer the so of course back in 2021 I felt like he was the right person wrong time and then now (laughs) I feel as if he was just he was the right person for the right time and that time just had to be for a temporary experience very short-lived moment for me and something that I had to let go of but if he is meant to come back into my life and actually stay then that would be a beautiful story to tell and I could probably say he was the right person wrong time otherwise I would say for now that perhaps he was the right person right time but only for that temporary time either way I will always cherish the time that we did have with each other because he's a good guy and and I feel as if overall he's just a good person so I'll I'll always wish the best for him and I hope that he still gets to have that chance to experience love with someone in a healthier relationship so that is the backstory of this poem and what inspired it and who played as the muse behind it and I hope that anyone currently experiencing a a situation that's similar to this if not exactly this (laughs) You can find some healing within this poem and use it as a sign to be okay with letting that person go and moving on because maybe they will come back to you and you guys can be together and live happily ever after, running off into the sunset and that'll be a beautiful story to tell. But then also maybe they won't come back because you'll receive someone better and that'll be a beautiful story to tell as well either way it'll be best for you to learn how to move on let it go let them go and learn to embrace your singleness which is something that I am learning to do at this time in my life and for the remainder of my life because I may not ever get married and I'm learning to be happy with that because I've always dreamt of getting married and being a wife and being a mother ever since I was a teenager that was something that was always engraved in my mind to do and um But I finally got to this point in my life where I would be okay if that doesn't happen. I haven't always been like this, though, because I'm just now getting to this point. Uh, I've always lived my life just having a one-track mind, 
that it was going to happen because I wanted it to happen and that was it (laughs) but I've been single all of my adult years and I've never even been in a serious relationship at all like even when I did have boyfriends back in high school uh, those two relationships only lasted for like four or five months so they were nothing serious at all so I am 29 years old and I will be 30 this year and I've never been in a serious relationship before and the guys that I've dated in the past we never became official or dated exclusively um we just always with some of the guys we worked towards it and it just didn't work out and then other guys we just didn't even work towards it (laughs) we just was enjoying each other's company and that was it so with the 12 years of me being single you would think that I'd be an expert on how to be single but I'm not and I'm still learning lessons myself right now Like, for example, I'm just now learning how to not only accept singleness for the blessing that it is, but I'm learning to joyfully be single, like genuinely be happy with being single. And that's something that's been quite the challenge because although I've always been single for all these years, I never taken the time to actually be happy with it be okay with it because I was always trying to get into a relationship always dating a guy in hopes that he'll become my husband (laughs) so there's that and I'd say that like because what's actually what's helped me to get to this point is me being a woman of God, I believe that I'm here on this earth to live for God. So that may not include me sharing my life with someone romantically. And I'm learning to be okay with that. And not just okay with it, but happy with that and still live a joyful life and still just enjoy life and be happy with life in general. And not feeling as if I have to attach myself to another human in order to be happy with life. Because there's definitely more to life than just being in a relationship. And that's something I'm just now learning because, like I said before, I would always just basically obsess over the idea of getting a husband And thinking that I was, if I did not get a husband, then that meant I was not worthy of having one. And that I basically failed at life because I never got a husband and I never had kids. Because when I was younger, it was just engraved in my mind that that's what I needed to do. I needed to get married and have kids 
And if I didn't do that, then I I failed. <laughs> I failed at life and I am living for nothing because I didn't accomplish that one goal. Like you had one job and you didn't do it. But I'm learning that that's not the case at all. And I'm learning to actually be accepting of that. So with that being said, I don't have the answers and I don't know how life will be for me in the future. I may be called to be single my entire life or I may be called to be single only for certain seasons in my life and I could end up married to one of my soulmates one day. I don't have a clue, but I'll tell you what I do know is I will be happy with my life either way and I hope that anyone who may be struggling with their singleness will learn to do the same. And if you are someone who's struggling with being single and actually staying single because you are the same as me and you grew up obsessing over relationships and idolizing relationships, I hope you allow for this episode to be your sign that there is more to life than a relationship. Especially if you are a believer who accepts Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Don't get me wrong, it's completely normal to have that desire for companionship and that desire to love and be loved. But it gets unhealthy when that desire for companionship is overruling your life and basically triumphing your purpose that you were called to fulfill because we are living the lives that God has called us to live and it requires sacrifice and it may not look the way that we planned for it to be either. And if you find yourself struggling to overcome that desire for companionship and love because I know it's a natural feeling and a natural want for us with us being humans. Um, the only advice that I could really give is for you to pray to God and ask him to help you stop obsessing over relationships and stop idolizing relationships and um, idolizing a romantic relationship at that. And he'll be glad to help you, trust me, because I was that girl. And I'm still learning to this day to let it all go and stop chasing after guys and basically stop with the relationship idolization and allowing for that desire to drive me mad and make me be depressed. <laughs> because uh it's it's not worth it you know but i do believe that one day i will be blessed with a husband but i have to grow into the woman i need to be in order to receive the man i deserve to have even though we could like grow together that's probably not the story for me <laughs> because I feel like it's different for me than it is for other people. So, 
and um, I need to utilize this season of my life to accomplish the purpose that I've been called to fulfill by God right now. Also, because had I continued to pursue a relationship right now or even in the past, I would have allowed that relationship to consume all of my time and energy and y'all would not even know anything about me because there wouldn't be any poetry with Roe on social media and there wouldn't be this podcast <laughs> and there wouldn't be my book of poetry because and like I said you know I would just I had allowed for those guys to be my distractions and that's the honest truth and I know that may sound insane because there are plenty of women in this world who are successful thriving and fulfilling their purposes in life while still being married and being in a relationship so it's possible but it just would not have been possible for me because like I said I get to the point of obsessing over it like I was willing to allow for the guys that I was involved with to be my everything (laughs) and I was willing to keep all of my dreams on the back burner just to have a husband and like I said I know that sounds insane but that's just how my thought process was like I was obsessed over it and I just had this idea in my mind that if I couldn't have it all I couldn't have the career with the husband and the children then I would sacrifice the career and the success with that and just have my husband and my kids (laughs) but I feel as if my purpose in life has something to do with my career and which is basically my writing and my poetry I'm trying to make a career of that but with me sharing it to the world um I feel as if that's a part of my purpose and a part of my calling right now so yeah um that would have been the case because Like I said, when I was younger, I just had it engraved in my mind that if I didn't get married and have kids, then I failed. But I now realize that that's not true. That's not the case. And it's different for everyone. Not not everyone's going to understand this or even relate to it. But yeah, that's just how it is. (laughs) And I think that is a it's a beautiful lesson to learn it is rejuvenating really because once you get to this point in your life where you are not obsessing over things especially relationships in this case then you just feel healthier you feel relieved like as if you just let go of this addiction (laughs) or overcame this addiction and you're a brand new person because that's how I feel right now because um that was part of the reason 
for me experiencing depression so heavily. I feel like relationship idolization played a huge role in why I was being depressed and why I why I would have depressive episodes and allow for it to get the best of me. But that's another story for a different podcast episode to share with a different poem and I'll get more in depth with that. But yeah, that's what I would say. And another good word of advice would be for anyone who's struggling with singleness and just trying to learn how to be happy with being single you just know that you are not alone there are so many of us who are single and we want to love and be loved and we want to have those romantic times and the cute little stories to tell about our our man and be on that my man my man my man type of ordeal (laughs) but it's just not the case for us and it's okay like we you have to learn to not only accept it but be happy with it and still just be happy with being single and be happy with life in general and know that you are worthy of having it all but it's just everyone's story and experience is different so you may not be able to have it all right now and you probably gotta wait a little bit for it or you may not even have it all at all ever (laughs) and sometimes that's the case it's it's very rare though you know because there's so many people in this world it seems like there has to be somebody for everybody right but sometimes with some people in some cases god needs for us to be single in order to live the life that he's he's called us to live and that he needs for us to live especially now in a world where so many people are straying away from believing in god let alone jesus and god just needs the few believers that are left to still honor him praise him glorify his name and share it to the world and that's what we are here for that's what i believe so let that sit with you that you are called to be single because god needs you and i hope that you realize how special you are but yeah, I'm no evangelist and I'm no preacher, but I'm done preaching and I'm done with <laughs> sharing the backstory of this poem. So like I said, I hope that this poem resonates with you and the backstory of it resonates with you and you find some healing within it. So feel, with that being said... Feel free to leave your feedback about this episode on my Instagram podcast page at Poetry on the Go with Ro. Or if you're not on Instagram, I am on Facebook and TikTok as well. So you can leave your feedback there too. If you're listening to this podcast episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can rate it and leave a review. 
and share it with someone that you feel as if they need to hear this and also um you can be notified of when new episodes are posted by liking and subscribing and following the podcast on Spotify and Apple. And then also, but, but if you have to listen to it on Anchor, you can leave me a voice message if you'd like by asking questions or making any comments. That would be cool. I would love to interact with you all. Thank you all for listening. This was another episode of Poetry on the Go with Ro. I'll be back with you next Wednesday. Bye.